Welcome to Transformation with Lloyd Powell. The mission of this broadcast is to help people change into Christ-likeness through the transforming power of God's Word. Now, here's Brother Powell with today's message. We welcome you to the broadcast on today. Today we'll be talking, we'll be teaching from the sixth chapter of Romans. Romans chapter 6, uh, starting at verse 1, and it says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Paul poses a rhetorical question when he says, Who, uh, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Now this question was probably uh, one that was asked by his critics, after he had preached the message of grace and some will come to him and say uh, you know shall we continue in sin that grace may abound and Paul answers the question this way he says God forbid how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein so he says that uh, we don't we don't have the same relationship with sin that we had before he says, we are dead to sin, and so we no longer live in sin. Now, that word live, when he says, God forbid, how shall we are dead to sin live any longer therein? That word live is the same. It can also be a tra translated abide, and it's a translated abide in many other places. So it has the idea of one coming to live with you, coming to stay with you for a while, one coming to reside with you. So it says, how shall we that are dead to sin abide with sin any longer? He's telling us that our relationship with sin has changed. Um, and he says in verse 3, know ye not. Uh, the reason why uh, he's indicating that the reason why a person is asking this question is because they don't know something. They, he said, that's why he says, know ye not. He says, don't you know? that as many of, uh, of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. So uh, in verse 2, he tells us that we are dead to sin. And if we're dead to sin, uh, we, shall not, we shouldn't live any, no longer should we live in sin. Now how do we get dead to sin? How do we die to sin? How did our relationship with sin change? He tells us in verse 3, that we know you not that so many of you as were baptized into Christ, that so many of you as were baptized into Christ, into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Now sin, our relationship with sin has changed because we've been baptized into the body of Christ. Our baptism into Christ's body has changed our relationship with sin. Now this baptism is not water baptism. It's a baptism into, into the body of Christ. Um, 1 Corinthians 13 tells us, um, 12 and 13, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 tells us by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. So this baptism is not water baptism, but it's the baptism into the body of Christ. Um, there are basically, I think there are about five baptisms spoken of in, in, in scripture. And, um, each baptism has a, it has a baptizer, and it has 
an element, for the lack of a better term, it has an element that we are baptized with or into. And so um, in water baptism, you have a baptizer. Many of you were baptized by your, by, by your pastor or he would have the deacons baptize you. But in, in some way, you were baptized by some human being, whether it was your pastor or whether it was the deacon. So you have a, a, a person who baptized you, the pastor or the deacons, and then they had an element of something that they baptized you with or into. So in, in this particular case, water baptism, they baptize you with water or into the water. Um, and so in the baptism that he's talking about here, by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. So by one spirit, the spirit is the baptizer. And what does the spirit baptize you with or into? He baptizes you into the body of Christ. So you can make, can make a distinction between the two baptisms. One baptism, uh, a human being does it, your pastor or the deacons. In the other baptism, the Holy Spirit is the baptizer. Uh, in water baptism, water is the uh, element that we are baptized with or into. And the other baptism, we are baptized with or into the body of Christ. So there is a distinction between the two baptisms. Um, so by one spirit are you all baptized into one body, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. So this is a spiritual baptism. So it says, Know ye not that as many of you as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. So what did the Holy Spirit do? He baptized you into Christ's death. In verse 4, he tells us that not only were we baptized into his death, but we were baptized into his burial and his resurrection. Verse 4 says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. So his death identified you with Christ in death. That like as Christ was raised up from the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. And that's the resurrection. For if we have been planted with together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. So what is he telling us in Romans the 6th chapter, verses 1 through 5? He tells us in verse 2 that we are dead to sin. And since we're dead to sin, we no longer live in sin. How do we die to sin? Well, we we died with Christ because we were baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection. Um, so we no longer live in sin because we're dead to sin. When Christ died, you died. When Christ was buried, you were buried. And when Christ rose to newness of life, you rose to newness of life. So we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Paul is trying to get us to identify with the new life rather than with the old life. If a person is asking, uh, how shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Paul is saying that you, you, you are not conscious of your new life. You're still conscious of the old life. You're conscious of, of sin rather than being conscious of the new man. Now he tells us in verse 6, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we shall not serve sin. Now, what is this sin that we are dead to? He tells us in verse 2 that we are dead to sin. Uh, verse 6 identifies what this sin is. It's not individual acts of sin that we're dead to, but it's the old man 
Paul calls him the old man. He calls him the body of sin. Paul has many different ways of saying the same thing. He said, knowing this in verse 6, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. Your old man is a body. Your spirit man is a body. And sin has attached itself to your spirit man. Now, we can see this with Moses. Moses appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration. The Bible clearly tells us that Moses died and that the angel contended according to, um, um, according to Scripture, that the angel contended for the body of Moses. And so Moses is buried somewhere in the mountains of Moab, a Jew that tells us that. And so, but even though Moses' body is buried and in the ground, we see him on the Mount of Transfiguration. I was talking to a Jehovah Witness and he said, well, that was just a vision. And he was right, it is a vision. A vision, is, vision means that you see. A vision means that, that the disciples uh, saw into the spirit realm. They saw into the real world, into the spirit, into the spirit world. And we also see this with uh, Lazarus, the rich man, and Abraham. The Bible clearly tells us that Abraham was, 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 uh, died and was buried, and that the rich man died and was buried. And so those two were dead and buried. Their, their, their bodies were in the ground. And yet on the other side, they had a body. The rich man could see Abraham. He could talk to Abraham. And he wanted Abraham to send Lazarus to dip, Lazarus to dip his finger in water and cool his tongue. So they each, their, each of them, their bodies were buried in, in the ground. And yet on the other side, they had a body. The rich man lifted up his eyes in hell. He had eyes. He had a tongue. He had a mouth. He could talk. All of his senses were intact. And so you have an outward man and you have an inward man. Your outward man is similar to your inward man. If you can step outside your body, your outward body, your spirit body, would look like your physical body. So you have an outward body and you have a physical body. You have an outward man and you have an inward man. And this inward man, your spirit, uh, has been tainted by sin. Sin attached itself to your spirit like a foreskin. That's why circumcision in the Old Testament pointed to the New, New Testament reality of the new birth. The Bible tells us that we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh. Colossians tells us in Colossians the second chapter and the 11th and the 13th verse that we are the circumcision that we have put off, that we've been circumcised with Christ in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. And so uh, sin has attached itself to your, to, your, to your spirit man like a foreskin. And what Jesus did is that he nailed that old man to the cross. That's why in verse 6 of Romans it says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him and that the body of sin is destroyed. So your spirit man is a body. What part of you is born again? Your spirit is born again. And so uh, before you were born again, that old man, that sin nature had attached itself to your spirit. And what Jesus did with the old man, that old sin nature, is that he nailed him to the cross. In verse 6, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. The Bible tells us that he, he who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So what did he do? He took our sin nature. Jesus never committed a sin. But sin 
nailed him to the cross. Who sent our sin? It was an exchange. He took our sin and gave us his righteousness. So the sin that he's talking about here is the old man, the uncircumcised heart of sin, the body of sin. And that was, that's the thing that was destroyed on Calvary. That's the thing that Jesus took upon himself on Calvary. He took your sin and he gave you his righteousness. And so it says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him and that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So we died with Christ. We are totally identified with him in death, burial, and resurrection. That's why we are called the body of Christ, because we are identified with Christ in death, burial, and resurrection. Thank you for listening to Transformation with Lloyd Powell. If you'd like a copy of today's message, please go online to www.lpmin.com. That's lpmin.com. Or simply call 404-917-7377. That's 404-917-7377. And be sure to connect with Lloyd Powell Ministries on Facebook. Join us for the broadcast every Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. right here on Love 60 WAEC. And until next time, remember, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind.